Welcome to Mavs Daily, where we're breaking down a question, event, news, or trend having to do with the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Bobby Corella. If you're watching on YouTube, you already know who the handsome guy is in the room. That's not me. I'm the ugly mug. But this guy across from me, I'm really excited to uh, get to know him and, and for all of you to do it as well. It's Mavs second year guard, Ty Terry. Ty, how you doing, man? Doing good. Um, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for joining us. So second year, it's your second year in the NBA, but with everything that happened last year with COVID and just the whole bit, no offseason, nothing, do you feel like this is your second year? Do you feel like it's your first year? Do you feel like it's like your 15th year? Time has been sort of weird, you know, the last like 16, 18 months. Yeah, it's actually funny you say that. Um, you know, it feels like it is my second year, um, but like at the same time, it also feels like it, it is my rookie year and it is my you know, 15th year at the same time, because last year went by, you know, so it was so long and so kind of, you know, stretched out. And um, even, you know, our pre-draft was so long that it made things feel even, um, you know, uh, stretched out in that aspect. But, um, you know, I did get a lot of ex good experience last year, um, just, you know, getting a couple games in, um, you know, feeling what the environment is like, you know, around the NBA, being around um, professionals and things like that. So I wouldn't say it feels like my rookie year, but it feels like um, this will be my first year to experience what um, the real NBA, you know, experience would be like. So I guess that um, to kind of explain in that sense what it feels like. Yeah, and kind of piggybacking off that, it was our first chance to get to see you and, you know, some of the other second year guys in summer league. Uh, you know, you didn't get to have that experience last year because they didn't want teams going out to Vegas or anything. And uh, in the games where you did play, like a lot of fans were impressed with what you were doing on the floor. I mean, not just shot making, but playmaking, too. I mean, you were really you were making some passes like it was pretty cool to see you out on the floor running the show. So what was that experience like for you? Uh, well, first off, thank you for that. Um, but, you know, it was a great experience. You know, I've been watching Summer League, um, you know, all the big NBA stars have been playing in Summer League since I was a little kid. So um, to get that experience, um, you know, was is a dream come true. Obviously, I didn't get to. Um, experienced the whole thing um, due to an injury, um, which is unfortunate. But by the time I did get to play, um, you know, I had a great time and I felt like um, I showed some good signs of things that I can do. Um, and it was it was fun playing with, you know, some of the other teammates um, that are going to be around uh, during training camp and um, even on two way contracts. So um, it was a great experience. Yeah. What was it like playing with Eugene O'Marie? You know, it's kind of the new two way guy. Mavs fans got a glimpse of him in Vegas. I mean, it seems like he's got a lot of talent. Yeah, he does. Um, he's very athletic, um, plays hard. Um, you know, I, I'm a really big fan of his game. Um, it's kind of funny because, you know, he's from Oregon. Um, he wasn't there when I was there, but, you know, it was kind of a fun little joke to, you know, mess with each other about the Pac-12 rivalry. So um, I have a good relationship with Eugene, and, I, you know, I think he's going to be a really good player. So getting to see those glimpses of you play was really kind of, un unless fans watched you whenever you were in the G League bubble last year, getting a lot of minutes with Memphis, it was a lot of Mavs fans' first chance to see you in action, you know, playing 20, 25, 30 minutes straight in the game uh, to where you can kind of show the whole bag. So for those who maybe weren't able to see it or want to know a little bit more, I mean, you're, you're a lot more than just a three-point shooter. Could you kind of characterize your game and, and, and what you can bring to the table uh, going into year two for Dallas? Yeah, so um, that kind of goes back to my high school days. Um, in high school, I was – um, you know, kind of recruited to be, you know, a, a true point guard. Um, you know, I was a more pass first guy looking to make plays first. Um, and then when I went to college, um, I was asked to do a little bit different things. Um, I think I was asked to score a little bit more than I was used to. Um, so that's where I really developed, 
you know, my three-point shot is in college. You know, I wasn't too great of a three-point shooter in high school, but um, really developed that in college. And so now um, I think I have best of both worlds. You know, I think I have a great playmaking ability as well as being able to score. And so um, for Mavs fans to be able to see that I can do a little bit of both, I think, um, you know, was my objective for, for summer league. I always wonder this when talking to guys that can pass and score, especially shoot the three ball, because making threes is so much fun, right? Like yeah. I don't make a lot of them whenever I play pickup, but when I do, man, it's super exciting. But for you, do you like, do you get more of a rush whenever you make like a 30 footer or whenever you drop just like a really, just a beautiful, beautiful dime, like no look or behind the back. Cause I mean, you put a little flair on some of your passes. Like, is it more fun to make a three or is it more fun to set one of your teammates up? Yeah, it might surprise you, um, you know, from what I've been, you know, kind of labeled as, but I, I like to make plays more, um, make make a great pass and um, give my teammate a dunk or, or an open three-point shot. Um, kind of gets me going in that sense. You know, uh, back in the day, I was told by a coach and it kind of stuck with me that, um, you know, I was the type of player where if I got my teammates going first, you know, it helped me get going for the rest of the game. And so um, that's kind of what I was playing by. Um, and that's what I like to do. So I, I would definitely say making a play is, is gets me going more. And your new head coach now is like the ultimate playmaker, Jason Kidd, one of the top assist guys in Mavs history and in NBA history. Of course, a long star-studded career, won a championship with the Mavs, made a million all-star teams. How much of J Kidd in your memory of, a, of as a player do you have? Like, do you even remember seeing him? Because you're kind of a young guy. He's been out of the league like almost 10 years now. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember Jason Kidd, uh, you know, very, very well. Um, he wasn't someone that I, I studied when I was younger um, or watched, you know, too close particularly. But um, as a fan of the game, as a kid, you know, obviously I, um, watching the NBA and watching the playoffs and things like that, you know, I saw a lot of Jason Kidd um, and I was always a fan, um, but he wasn't somebody that, uh, you know, I looked at and was like, you know, kind of like a, a role model at the time. But um, now that he's our coach, it's, it's such a great experience to be able to be around a person of that, um, you know, talent, you know, he was such a cerebral point guard and had so much talent and to be able to kind of, uh, you know, just learn and, and dissect what, you know, he has to say on a daily basis is, is, you know, an experience that you can't take for granted. So going into year two now, you and Josh Green, who spent the summer with Australia uh, at the Olympics and they had a ton of success, which is great, but, you know, like we said before, you know, Mavs fans didn't get the chance to see you guys on the court a lot last season because of the way everything played out. Going into year two, everybody's still super excited about you guys. So what are you looking to prove heading into this season? Is it anything about your game or about the team? I mean, I know the team kind of we had this 2-0 lead and a 3-2 lead and we weren't able to get it done. So it feels like everyone is kind of has a little extra motivation going into this year. Yeah, definitely. I think um, everybody on this team has a chip on their shoulder, um, you know, but for me personally, um, kind of just to prove that, you know, I belong, you know, on the court, um, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, like to, you know, use use eye judgment or the eye test and say that I'm too small to be out there, um, you know, but I disagree. Um, and that, you know, my my goal and my objective is to prove that um, to prove everybody wrong, that I'm not too small to be out there and that um, I can hold my own and and be a key factor for this team. And last season, uh, you sent out a lot of really beautiful tweets just thanking Mavs fans for their support, you know, for everything that you were going through, everything that the team was going through last season. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if 
I want to give you the floor to to say thank you or shout out MFFLs and just uh, for you know the support that they gave the team last year because I mean man it was it was a just, it was tough for everybody that entire season was just, and the last year has been tough for fans too I mean it's just been yeah. it's been a hard time you know yeah it's it's been a tough time for all of us um, as far as the team goes you know uh, we were traveling so much and with COVID rules like everything was so different we were having to get tested multiple times a day sometimes. Uh, we'd have they would have us test super late at night and it was just um, it was a tough experience and for the fans to have our back through the whole um, the whole way was was um, amazing and for me personally um, I went through something last year that was um, something I've never experienced before and it was a very tough time for me and um, Mavs fans could easily just you know ask me why I'm not on the court um, that I need to do my job and things like that but um, all I received was was positive, um, you know, positive words and just encouragement and that um, everybody has my back and that uh, I'm going to be a great player and have a successful career and just to, to take my time and um, get my mind right. And so um, that made the process a lot easier. Um, I think if I would have had a lot of negative feedback and things like that, it would have made it a lot, a lot harder um, to get back to where I needed to be. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm happy that uh, that Mavs fans were able to uh, to help kind of, you know, just send positive vibes, immaculate yeah. vibes, if you will. Yeah, uh, yeah. very yeah, appreciative so, of it as well. So, so uh, changing gears a little bit. So I understand that you're launching a new scholarship program. I just wanted to hear a little bit about it. Uh, what can we uh, expect to see from this? Yeah, so we're doing a little scholarship um, uh, award. It's going to be an essay. Um, there'll be two winners, one from Minnesota and one from uh, Dallas, Texas. Um, and so it's going to be $10,000 split between the two. Um, and the essay is going to be on a, a certain topic that I choose. Uh, I'm not going to quite disclose that yet, but, um, you know, I think it'll, it'll be a topic that, um, you know, is, is pretty in depth. And, uh, my, my goal is to just help, um, you know, aspiring students growing up, I always took, um, education very seriously. Um, and I, I saw what it did for me. I saw the doors that it opened up. And I think that, um, you know, all kids should have the opportunity to to chase that if they want it. You know, some kids, um, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, talking down on anybody or anything like that. But some some kids choose to not, you know, fulfill the education um, to, you know, and choose a different path, which is great. But, uh, you know, some some students want to choose that path and, and take education seriously, but may not have the access to it. So um, with my platform, I, I, you know, my desire is to help these students that want to take education seriously and might not have as much access to it. So um, that's kind of what the scholarship is about is just, you know, giving access um, to students that have desire to, to take education seriously. That's awesome, man. Why is education and, and pursuing academics, why is that such an important cause to you? Is it something that you, know, you always prioritized for yourself growing up? Yeah, so my parents actually kind of um, instilled education into me, um, but I always kind of went with it. I never like defied it or anything. Um, I always loved school. I loved reading and, and that the art of learning and um, kind of just expanding your mind. And so, um, you know, for me, I think, you know, that was the biggest thing. Uh, I saw what education and taking that stuff did for me. I saw the doors that it opened. Um, and so, you know, if I can help a student, you know, open those same doors or open, you know, doors that they want to open themselves, um, you know, uh, why not? You know, why would I not do that? You know, it's, it's something special in my opinion. Do you have any good book recommendations for me, Becca, for Mavs fans anywhere? Um, 
Yeah, I would say the, I mean, most people have read it, but well, no, I wouldn't say most, but a lot of people have read it, uh, The Alchemist um, and also the fifth season. I'm currently reading that right now. Um, it's a fiction book, but uh, it's really good. So uh, those are the two I'll give you for right now. <laughs> got to get it added to the list. We got to have a Mavs employee, employee book. Uh, easy for me to say. We got to have a Mavs employee book club. Ty, maybe you could come to the first meeting. How about that? Yes, no? Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. All right. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Great. All right. So for people that are looking for more information or maybe they want to lend a helping hand themselves, uh, where can they go to, to learn more about your scholarship program? Um, so, yeah, there will be a link um, on all my social media platforms um, to, to get to the this scholarship. Um, and for anybody else who wants to help and join my team in, um, you know, helping out these kids, you know, they can make any, do any donation um, they want. Uh, it's 100% going to these students. And it would be, it would be very grateful. We'll all be very grateful. Um, and I'll be personally giving a gift to the top 20 donors. So um, if that's a little incentive uh, for you then. Um, but yeah, uh, any, any donation helps. Um, and we're all uh, very grateful for it. And um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you very much for doing that. I, I love whenever athletes, especially Mavs players, use their platform for good, you know, and, and this is a cause, especially with student debt. I mean, as two recent students sitting in here talking to you ourselves, like we know what it's like, you know, going to school and, and, and not having a scholarship to help pay for it. So I think it's a fantastic cause and hopefully it's you're able to help a lot of people with it. Thank you. Yeah, I hope the same. Um, so, OK. So you went to Sanford and coming out of the draft, there's the story about you where you set like the record for the, the basketball IQ test or something. And I've always been curious about that. Is there, was it like a written test? I mean, is there a sample question that you could give me and, and make me look like an idiot? Like what, how, how did that whole thing come to be? Yeah, I was honestly very surprised when I heard the news that I broke the test because I honestly thought it was very easy. I was in my bed on, on an iPad taking it. And so um, it's kind of, it was honestly reminded me of like a concussion test. Like there was like sequences that you had to remember. Like um, it was kind of like a, almost a, a, like a pattern sequence, like remembering things. Like there would be like, they would show you numbers and letters and pictures and you had to like match them like put them in order kind of like just like a memory test honestly it was honestly it's what it felt like so um yeah I didn't I didn't feel like it was it was too difficult but uh, yeah I was very surprised when I when I heard the news because uh, I didn't even think they were like scoring it or keeping track of you know like the record or anything but it was a pretty cool deal um at the end of the day yeah, you got to make sure that you hold the title like forever no one can ever top you. hopefully I, I don't know how much I, I beat the record by so hopefully um, it was by a good enough margin to keep it there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, okay. So why Manchester city? Because I got to say as a crystal palace fan, we're always looking to add, you know, new, uh, new members into the fold. So if you want to change allegiances, hit me up, I can give you a shirt Jersey, the whole bit, but why Manchester city of all the teams? <laughs> uh, it's actually a funny story. So, um, when we, when I was younger, um, me and my my good friend Jalen Suggs um, heard a lot of um, partner. I'm uh, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of that name before. Um, we were really good friends growing up, and we decided to play FIFA. Um, not sure what year it was. I, I'm pretty sure it's 2011, 2012, something like that. And um, good game, good game. <laughs> we were playing against each other, and uh, he chose Manchester United. And so um, 
I kind of just chose Manchester City and both of us ended up just kind of sticking with that um, and supporting those clubs. So I guess I ended up being a fan off of FIFA. <laughs> um, so are you guys like rivals now because of what happened with Ronaldo or are, are things OK between you guys? Uh, no, we're, we're all good. Um, we don't, we don't really talk about soccer that often with each other. I'm, I'm still very in tune with soccer. I'm, I'm not sure how much he is, but, um, but yeah, that whole Ronaldo situation was, <laughs> was a mess, but, uh, yeah, no, no beef there. No beef there. Just saying, I know it's early palace is only five points behind man city in the table. So it's possible. Anything is possible, man. If you want to, I'm telling you, if you want to, if you want to support the Eagles, we got room on the bandwagon. I saw the three 0 win versus Tottenham. I'm 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 seeing it. I'm witnessing it. Hopefully, you didn't see the three 0 loss to Liverpool that happened right yeah. afterward. But you know, it's all good. It's all you gotta good. count your wins. You gotta count your wins. So exactly, good. exactly. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome, man. Thank you for uh, for taking the time to join us, Ty. And uh, training camp starts next week, man. So enjoy yeah. enjoy your final days off while you still can, because we're about to get the ball rolling here. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. And once again, thank you for having me. I had a good time. <laughs>